This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room. Uh, Bogart's on assignment. Glenn's filling in for him. Glenn from Glory Day Sports, down on Ripley, down by the Cheese Boutique. Why don't you adopt me? And then you can start the show and say, Paul with his son, Glenn Pye. <laughs> then you'd only have to change one word. I will. That's, I'll think about this. Okay. You, may, you may adopt me? No, I'm done thinking about it. Okay. We have a great show today. Okay, now it's a call-in show. We're going to talk about this right away. Get your pen, get your piece of paper, make sure they both work. Our call-in number, because this is a call-in show, and it's no show without you guys calling in, or at least listening. 416-360-0740. Can you say that a little slower, or people out there uh, need time to write this down? I'm going to say it again. I know they haven't even got their pens and papers yet. 866-740-4740. Rich, Rick's going to be on today. We're going to be talking about the shortage of sand. We're going to be talking about Russian passports. We're going to be talking about Heckle and Jekyll. So we've got a show that's going to make you smile and cry at the same time. We're going to be talking about why you shouldn't put your stuff into auctions. Now Glenn gets to say something about okay, what you're Okay, finally. Yeah, I've been waiting here for an hour and a half. You told me the show started at 10. Yeah, I lied. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, I want to get serious here for a minute. And this is on behalf of Paul, I, and Marianne. Uh, based on what we've seen from Putin and his thugs out there and the invasion of Ukraine, our prayers go out to all the Ukrainian citizens and certainly any of our Ukrainian-Canadian listeners. Canada has the second most Ukrainians in the world outside of Russia and the Ukraine. And Toronto is one of the largest Ukrainian populations in the world. All of Blue West Village is like the business is almost all Ukrainian. That's where they run the Ukrainian festival. There's hundreds of thousands of people in Toronto that have family over there. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's a very tough situation. Hopefully it improves. But, I don't know, with Russia, you can't really trust much of what they do. Wait a minute. i got to say something. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So this thing over there, they, I see it's Putin's got bullets and the talking head's got microphones. We're going to do sanctions. And I thought about this week. And I said, you know what you got to do? you got to step up. Uh, politicians got to step up. they got to invalidate all the Russia. All. All of the Russian passports, you cannot go to the United States, you can't go to Canada, you can't go to Europe. And if they, all the people can't leave, and I'm talking about Putin can't even go, I don't care what. He can go to one, I mean, you can go to Cuba and have the sand. China, it looks like they may take No, no, no. You can go to Cuba on your vacation where the sand tastes as good as the food, okay? Now, if you take away the passports, and they can't leave. And just say, I mean, Putin is not in every one of these tanks. These tanks are going, are driven by Russians. And you got to say, you cannot use your, your passport is no good. 
Do you think they're showing passports at the Ukrainian border? No, no, no. I'm talking about later on. They say a guy wants to go on vacation. Well, it's not the Russian people's fault, but unfortunately, it's their leaders. So yeah. it's like when Germany had the problem, a lot of the German people were, you know, yeah. had big problems from that. It wasn't them personally, a lot of them. But, but in this, this case, while this is going on, they have, you know what all it takes for evil to persist is for good people to do nothing. And I'm saying right now, you just invalidate all the Russian passports. Guy's got Russian property. He leaves. He'll go. He gets on a plane, goes over to Canada, and comes back. He cannot get back in the United States. Well, I like how France confiscated one of their boats. Well, no, but that's not any money. Okay, no, but still, that's good. That puts pressure on them. I know this is a call-in show. I don't know if you want to get off this and gone and stuff. But it's like if you've got $25 billion and you live in Madagascar and you can't leave Madagascar, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you've got to take away $10 billion from Putin, he just goes to the Russian Treasury and takes another ten billion out. If one of his friends says, "I lost a billion dollars," Putin says, "Here it is." Uh, you know what I mean? I just want you have to get it down to basics. Well, they're going to have to do stronger. They say maybe talks will start today, but they need stronger sanctions for sure. Anyone sanction right. yeah, yeah. If all of them, their passports, they can't go anywhere. No, I agree. Guess what? There's going to be a lot of unhappy Russia. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Give your list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll give the numbers once more. I know he gave it. Four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero locally one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero around seven forty a.m. ninety six seven FM or you can uh, live stream this on zoomerradio.ca and of course all our previous podcasts there's some real gems from when I've done the show before on there they should actually note the ones where I'm on and see how many hits and we're going to track that to see how many hits I know people hate me but there's some people that love me out there. Yeah, and we'll find out how you handle disappointment. Right. Okay, All right. so sports items. Uh, a, everything is strong in sports. Yes, cards were maybe stronger a year ago, but they're still much stronger than they were two years ago. So um, other areas, equipment, programs, photos, autographs, documents, pennants, they've all still are more or less running at peak prices. And uh, so it's still a good time to sell that. I'm selling my own collection. I know Paul's been selling some of his own yeah. collection. You got to sell into strength in the market, right? Because you never know when. I mean, sports cards we went are in getting a, older. Sports cards went in a 10, 20 year downturn. A long time, right? No, but the big thing is we are getting yeah, older. We we may not see the next cycle. We might need to. Okay. So, anyway, and we're also rock rock and roll. I bought some massive rocks uh, collections this week. Uh, Beatles, like classic rock, is still the best. But even the more current stuff is good. Um, gold, silver, coins, paper, currency, toys, comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks, vintage uh, women's accessories, purses, perfume bottles, circus carnival arcade items, China dishes, tea services, Royal Daltons, other figurines, Hollywood political, military, old books, maps, document, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards, vintage photographs, old camera equipment, vintage beer, wine, liquor, trays, signs, ashtrays, automobile collectibles, arts, prints, hunting, fishing, other outdoor sports, and, of course, the garden dome. I got a book on Darnold. But the uh, rock and roll is really coming up. People are trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. Well, I showed you a ticket stub last night. We but, sold on eBay a Beatles ticket stub for over 2500 Canadian dollars. Must have been. It couldn't have been Toronto. It, it wasn't a Toronto. The Toronto tickets, one bad thing about the Toronto tickets were they weren't perforated. Yeah. So you get a bad tear. And some people just get a little teeny piece of the stub. The bigger the stub, the more it's worth when you don't have perforation. Size matters when it comes to tickets. It stuff. does. Okay. And 
But perforations tend to get away from that problem because they rip cleanly, hopefully. Not always, if a guy just grabs it quickly. But they, this ticket was from um, in Candlestick? Yes, in uh, San Francisco, which was the last concert the Beatles ever did. They played once more on the roof of Apple, but that was just like something they did for the public. There were yeah. no tickets or anything. So it was a special ticket, but still, that's probably a record price. So that's a stuff. That's not a full ticket. A full ticket, if that's where the uh, full ticket's got to be $4,000. If one is around. But if I had full tickets from Toronto, the one that's really good is the 66 full ticket because it's got the four heads on it. So the problem is if you went into Maple Leaf Gardens to that show and uh, got your ticket ripped, you'll only have one or two heads. You don't have all four. But if you have a full, you actually see all four heads of Beatles, and people pay a much bigger premium for that one. So. For 64 and 65 full tickets are probably double what the other ticket is. But if you get a 66 full ticket, it might be triple because not only is it the fact there's less around because the full ticket, but you actually see all four Beetleheads, which is a much nicer display. Yes. Like I say, they're willing to pay. People want to recapture their job. They want to go back to happier times. Like what I'm going to talk I'll be talking later about Heckle and Jekyll, actually. Happier times. Hopefully we'll run out of time. Rick's here waiting for you. You're going to talk no, to him? No, no, okay. okay then going. after Rick, we're going to talk about the shortage of sand. Hey, no, well, I'd rather pass that. Do it a week no. when I'm not here. No, no, the shortage of sand is important. But, okay, Rick, how are you doing? Live from the line. Good morning, morning gentlemen. Good morning, wait, gentlemen. Hold on, Good to Rick. hear you. Sounds great. Uh, so we got... Wait, wait Rick, Mark wants to talk for a second. Rick, yeah. I got okay, to say this because to... everyone complained this week that I wasn't telling people, and I forgot to tell them today. We have moved to five St. Regis Crescent oh, North. Brother. No, no, I got I interrupted Rick for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my number there is nine oh five seven three seven four six. Yeah, and I'm a four one six five eight oh nine two five six. Forget Paul's number to choose mine. Rick Okay guys. Anyway, as I was saying uh, so we got the spring market approach, and of course, everyone's asking me, because, uh, you know, so where's the market headed? Because we know right now it's, it's hot. But there are two schools of thought here. There are those that think that things are going to continue to increase, and then there are those that think maybe, maybe we're at the end of the road here and the bubble's about to burst. The fact is, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market right now. Nobody knows for sure, because we don't have a crystal ball. And Paul, if you ever come across one, and the same with you, Glenn, if you find us a crystal ball, please let me know. Okay. Well, the one uh, thing I saw in the paper today, Rick, was in the Star that Toronto market passed Vancouver for the highest price. Yes, well, yes, for sure. It, it is it is hot. But here's the thing: uh, anyone who's thinking about selling their homes right now should maybe get ahead of the spring market. If you know, the more stuff come that comes out on the market, the more uh, it has a leveling effect. That means your house doesn't stand out as much. And if people have more choice, uh, you know, it, it sort of brings a balance of things. And we, we don't know what to expect. We don't know if people are going to flood the market with their housing, which is always a possibility, or if we're going to still continue the shortage of, of supply. So at the end of the day, the best thing anyone can do is don't leave the sale of your home in the hands of somebody who maybe just dropped a pumpkin at your doorstep last uh, autumn. Okay? Leave it to a professional. At, at the very least, Get that second opinion from us. Paul, we come in. This is what we do. We're professionals. We, we uh, walk our talk. Okay? We can tell you what we're going to do for you. We're going to tell you how we're going to get you more money for your property. And not only get you more money, we're going to help you do all the other things that are necessary 
to sell the home. In other words, Paul, you're going to go in and declutter the place. You're going to get that house if people deem it necessary. You get that house sale ready. That means minor repairs, uh, moving things around. You'll store their you'll store their stuff, sell their stuff, consign their stuff. Whatever they want is what you do. And not only do you store their stuff, but we help them move to the new location, which hopefully we're going to help them find. But we have proven time and time again that we get them more money because we're knowledgeable. Uh, we expose their property properly. And we don't get by on gimmicks, Paul. You know that. You know, I'm not into giving out people pumpkins and chocolates and, and putting flyers at the mailbox, you know, because, you know, they're inundated with all these people saying they're going to do this and that for them. But they just don't. And they can't because they don't have the resources that we do. So I, I'm telling everyone who's listening to you right now, Paul, if they're uncertain about what, what to do, you know what? The call is free. Uh, me coming to their house is free. Uh, we give them an evaluation of their home. We, let, we tell them what we're going to do for them. So when you ask your brother-in-law or your uncle or your best friend who's a realtor, uh, well, what are you going to do for me? Well, now you've got something to say to them. Well, this is what they're going to do for me. What are you going to do for me besides getting me less money? Uh, because this guy says he's going to get me more money, and this is how they're going to do it. So get them to explain their strategy. Get them to explain their marketing plan. Go ahead, Paul. So, but, Rick, what I'm saying is a lot of people, you know, you have a lottery ticket. Sometimes it ends up being, if you go past a certain date, you can't get the money for it. Now, people are sitting, and they're actually probably going out and buying lottery tickets every week. And they don't exactly. know they've got a million dollars or a million and a half sitting underneath them at night. Now, they do have to get another one. They can go rent. They can move to something smaller. But they'd hate to have it. So when uh, the prices did, if they do drop, uh -huh. the interest rate's going up that instead of getting 1.6 for their house, they get 1.2. 400000 is enough money to make some people start thinking, you know? And like yeah, you know, talking about that's a good point. You, you, you talk there, Paul, because interest rates, and, you know, the markets right now are a bit volatile, and, you know, those are reaction to things, uh, and those are uncertainty to things. But the biggest thing with real estate is uh, when it comes down to supply. That's what changes the equation. If more people yeah. start to put their houses up for sale, it drops the price. It's, it's one plus one equals two. So you need to get in there, and if you're thinking about selling it, now's the time to do, do it. We're professionals. We can guide them. We can navigate them through the murky waters because most of the people out there haven't done it before, especially if they've been living in their homes 40, 50 years, as you know, Paul. Uh, we're here to help. And, you know, like I keep saying, the call is free. Get us in there, first, second, third, no, tenth women opinion. Women say this. Yeah. We are the best. I'm the, there's 80,000 real estate agents is one of me. I mm -hmm. am the best. If you want, and oh, you keep, no, no, and he keeps on working. <laughs> no, but it costs money to do what you want. But some of these guys, oh, I'll give it to you 4% or something like this. So you save $4,000 and they get 200000 less for your house. Right. So I'm the one house that went up recently. Instead of 3.1, they got 2.8. Okay, they use someone that, I don't know, relative, whatever it is. But I'm talking about, it's like the real estate agent. He puts the sign in your lawn, and on the way home, he goes and gets a bag, gets a bag of Cheetos at the convenience store, goes home, and watches a sporting event. Next right. day, he gets up. He gets up, and he goes to that house to make sure his sign is still up. He yeah. goes home, and, and some of them don't even do that. You see them and watches over. Heckle and Jekyll. Okay, yeah. that's where Heckle and Jekyll comes in. Anyone, any of the daughters, and people are going to ask their grandmother, their mother, who Hanko and Jekyll are. They were mm -hmm. a pair of cartoon talking crows, but they exactly. made a smile. The guy goes in the next day, 
He goes up, makes sure his sign is still. He still hasn't done anything to sell out except for put a sign in the lawn. And he yeah. goes home and he wants reruns of Bonanza. Bonanza, your, your kids are going to ask about that as well. They're going to say, Mom, what's a Bonanza? And you're going to say it's where uh, I know a guy has four sons who don't look anything like each other that was on every Sunday night, and everyone used to love watch them because the only thing we could watch. Next, it was a great show. He's going to go home <laughs> and check on the sign. Get on topic here. Oh yeah, okay. So well, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm about to leave you guys, but anyway, I just want to mention one quick thing. So we've Pardon? got we've still got a couple of properties that are going to be coming up for sale. Uh, yep. More details to come. Uh, we're getting really close to listing our property in Dunville that I've mentioned for the last few weeks. Again, more details to follow. An amazing property. And as you know, Paul, we have this one in Ajax coming up very shortly. We have yep. that one in Richmond Hill coming up shortly. And we have many others coming up, Paul, that uh, you're part of here. So, uh, you know, people need to call us to get us in there for that evaluation. And uh, let's get them more money. Simple. Okay. So, Rick. So. Yes. Okay, the idea here is that right now, I know it's tough. It is tough to sell your home where you've been for 40 years. But if you're right. going to sell soon, sell now. Mm -hmm. We can do a house in about a week, have it upsold, and, and it depends when it closes. Say, where I'm going to live. I say, you close it in three months, it takes you three months to find a place. You decide what you're going to do. If you know you're going to move, this is the time to sell your house. Okay? Absolutely. Thanks a lot. And you have a good week, pleasure, guys. And uh, again, my, our, our prayers, our family, and uh, all of us, our prayers out for the people in the Ukraine. Uh, you know, we hope we can get this thing resolved quicker. Thank you, Rick. Thank okay. you, guys. Well, one other thing I just wanted to mention, I think you've probably got to go to sponsors in a yeah. second here, but um, if you want to text us, you can text me, and if you do it fairly soon, we can get it on the show. 416. 5809256 it's ideal if you send a picture as well but even if it's just a description we'll talk about it and give you our best guess of the value of your item yeah. uh, give the phone numbers okay pretend Sorry. you're going to use you know it'd be nice if either i was your son or i got paid <laughs> neither one's going to happen we're too late for one okay. and you can call us at 416 360 0740 or out of town 1866 740 Four seven four zero. Now we're going to go to Paul's friends of the show who are advertising here. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Okay, live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes at 5 St. Regis, Crescent, 
North, Unit 4. We're open. i got to say this. We're open. People come in. Uh, you, have to appoint, you have to have an appointment if you're going to bring in uh, furniture. Gold and silver we're still doing. Um, the uh, Our number there is 905-737-4653. You can call during the week. If you're too shy to call now, but I'd like to get some calls now because we want to know what you're thinking up there. You can have your own opinions with us. You can uh, find a one, know some prices. We, uh, we always talk about cups and sauces, things not to get ripped hey, off on. Everyone has that drawer in their house where they threw their odds and ends in. There's always yeah. some good stuff in there. People should go in those drawers and call. I mean, often people put ticket stubs in there, different coins, all Class kinds room. of odds. Yeah, Class all kinds of stuff can be get in there. But that drawer, I know my dad had a drawer like that. Unfortunately, I have a house like that myself. But, yeah. Uh, it, you know, drawers. most people have a drawer. We need an awful big drawer if we're going to put our stuff in it. No, but the stuff they have at home, like I say, this is when we go in. And that's the stuff they least expect to get money yeah. out of. Yeah, say they're all gone. We still buy road homes. So two sets of... Ch- oh, I was in a house this week. And, um, oh, I have, a, I have a... Get this. He has a 10-leave, seat 20, dining table. 10 leaves. 10 leaves. Seats 20 is 12 chairs. So when it goes down, what's its seat then? Like four? It's four. Right down, down to four. So it can fit, really. You can put it in the corner. It's convertible okay. that way. Also a beautiful 1820s, 1840s uh, flat-to-wall and a uh, number of these. Flat-to-wall what? You didn't say what it covered. was. Covered. Okay. Flat-to-wall is not a name or something. Yes, it is. That's yeah. the name of something. Wait a flat-to-wall sink? No. Okay. So <laughs> painting, flat-to-wall. Yeah, but it's also called a painting. Most people understand what's going on after that. So, but this gentleman, so I give him, now I'm going to go on about why you shouldn't put your stuff into auctions. Um, and he goes and gets me, um, we're buying silver. And, uh, yeah, we're worked out. Yeah. Well, anyways, we need callers. We need people to call us right now. The board's empty. Well, until happened? then, Have you just not going to wait for two weeks and you've upset our listeners? No, they're not all upset, but some are. So the Russian thing. But no, I'd like people, you know the thing is, you try and help people. That's what we do. I'm going to get the price of gold and silver later on in the show. But the thing about this guy, he was expecting two grand games, 6,300. Wow. No. And he was like, holy cow, are you sure? He, made, he was so happy he gave me a bottle of rye. Why don't you get a guy like that to call in as a testimonial? I never thought about them because I'm just, they should take my word for it. But he okay. just bought silver. We bought silver. In fact, what we're doing is just, does that include the dishes? I said, no, we're coming back tomorrow to buy the dishes and all the furniture and everything like that. What would be the big ticket item that got him up to six grand? Oh, just, it was a lot. Like furniture? No, just silver. Oh, all silver. No, this guy's going to get. Was it coinage? Uh... He's going to get $2,500. He's going to get. Uh, twelve thousand five hundred by the time we're done. And it, coins are like silver, sterling silver, all oh, mix of everything. All mixes. Okay. And some stuff. Oh, is that sterling? I said no. This. He would say it's plate. I said no, sir. This is sterling. And then we kept on going through. We went through each piece. Patricia, who works for me, and myself, we went through each piece and found out what was sterling and what was plate. And there was a lot of sterling. Did you do this on site at his house? At his house. Oh, yeah. We went out out to his house. Because Patricia went there early, and she said, Paul, I need... Um, Patricia, I need- where's this person come from? What do you got, new people all the yes, time? we're expanding. Uh, Patricia knows clothes um, and uh, authentication of purses and uh, clothes and furniture. And she said, Paul, 
she, what she meant was she got to come in here and help me, which was a signal to me is, Paul, bring money. So she sounds really knowledgeable. So what I'd like to do is maybe do the show with her next week. No, that'll happen. Okay. Right. So what I want to talk about, I guess I'm Where you're leaving? What, I'm on my own? I don't know what to say. you got to give me a script if you're going to leave the room. Where are you going? I'm going. I did some Anyway, tickets. i got to talk about tickets again. I'm not going to interfere with his uh, story. Oh, no, I got you. Heritage auctions went last night. Tickets are going crazy. Everyone has tickets. Now, not everyone kept them. And people often say to me, they go, I've got a program for that game. Unfortunately, programs are worth a fraction of the value of what tickets are. And people ask me, say, why would that be? Like, a program's actually nicer to look at and things like that. There's a few things. One is um, venues started producing more programs than even they had people at the venue. Yeah. So they could sell them at Walmart and wherever else. So that, that would happen. So there's a lot of programs out there. But also, especially when you go back a number of years, People would buy a program at Maple Leaf Gardens, go to a Leaf game. They'd keep the program because they spent a quarter for it, but yeah. they throw the ticket stub away. Oh, yeah. And so as a result, there's less ticket stubs out there. But tickets are very strong, and, you know, it's not something that you can just sort of just try and do on Craigslist or something. There's a specific way of selling these on uh, online where you get into the real advanced ticket buyers who pay big money for these tickets. You but, buy from Toronto, you sell to the world. That's right. Why well, we buy from the world, but yes, and we sell to the world. Because so they got more money, because we're buying tickets all over the place right now. So you're going to talk about, this is the time you talk about cheese boutique. Okay. And wait a minute, after Glenn is done, he promises not to talk about tickets for the whole rest of the show. As but long we, as you don't talk about Heckle and Jekyll. No, they're done. Um, but we will be talking about why don't you why you shouldn't put your gold and silver into auction. We're going to give you gold and silver prices. And we have some of our good news stories this week. Okay, go talk about our buddies. Okay, Cheese Boutique. Fantastic place. Just down the street from one of Toronto's jewels, Glory Day Sports at 26 Ripley. Now, Cheese Boutique's at 45. Great place. Every person that comes in our shop, I send them down there, and they come back, and they go, if they're from Etobicoke, they know. If you're from Etobicoke, what I say is, they go, where are you located? I go, I cross the street from Cheese Boutique. Every person knows. It's like me, I used to say, you know, I'm a block from the beer store or something. But now Cheese Boutique's more Why do they advertise then? Everyone knows. Why do they advertise? No, Etobicoke people, I said. Okay, no, okay. They want to sell to the world. Okay. So Cheese the World, their TV show goes around the world, and which is a great show. If you can watch it, it's on uh, the Food Network, and I think there'll be some new uh, uh, episodes coming up because they're filming more. I think they only did six in the first year. And that was uh, Afram did an amazing job on that. And it's been picked up again for uh, more, uh, I think, another season, however many episodes that is. But they did different countries. Older cheese. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's open every day of the week. Been there for 50 years. Go to cheeseboutique.com. You'll get an idea of what we're talking about. They have everything. They just don't have cheese. They have fine meats. They have everything. We go there for coffee break. They have uh, pastries. And they have a a little food place just down two from them. They have the food truck there, which actually you've talked about them lending yeah. it out to people oh, yeah. to help during COVID. So they're a great business for the community and Toronto, and uh, they supply all the best restaurants in the city. It's worth checking out. Go to the Cheese Boutique, and when you're there, come down to 26 Ripley and say hi to Glory Days. It looks much nicer in there. We bought out a jeweler. We have beautiful jewelry display cases now it's uh can it's i buy one okay yes you can buy one yeah the cheese boutique actually you know what i like about this them they're a family business and they give back to the community but they're also they're also a great business 
Yeah. But this is that little touch. Their the number box. as well, just in case you have, you have want to call. But cheeseboutique.com, but don't order online. That's where you see what you want. And then phone their number, 416-762-6292. Cheese Boutique, 45 Ripley Avenue, South Etobicoke, right down near High Park there off of Queensway. It's a great spot. Go enjoy the uh, free parking. your visit. Free, well, it's tough to park sometimes, but they do put people on the road. They actually... They don't valet your car, but they'll find your spot. If you get there. Sounds like Yogi Bear thing where no one goes there. It's too crowded. No. Everyone goes there, and it's too crowded. No, it's not too crowded. It's crowded, but it's better now that we're at 100% because they can yeah. flow the people through because they staff appropriately. So it's not difficult. You don't waste your time in there. But there was some hiccups during COVID because of the restrictions they had. So give out the phone numbers. 416 Zero seven four zero. You told me to do that. Well, no, but and then out of town is one eight hundred one eight six six. Sorry, seven four zero four seven four zero. Go ahead. That's if you want. I won't talk about tickets anymore, even though they're going great right now. Good. Okay. So we need. um, Oh, I also asked. We need a caller. Yeah, but I also need someone who knows about dolls, not the dolls from nineteen ninety. I need someone who knows about dolls who really enjoys them. You don't want what, to buy the turn of the century or turn what? of the century. I have like the Beast? Beast dolls? Bisque. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was only oh, yeah. Yeah. Make fun of me on air. That's no, one that, no one would know I don't that. I don't want to be adopted by you. The Bisque dolls. I don't deal in those. I know, but we need. I have about 25 Are you collecting dolls. them now? No, I oh, have Oh, you them. need them. No, I have. I need someone to help me with these dolls. I do not know about them enough. And I either want to sell them or have someone or play with them. No, or someone come in and help me price them. That's what I need. Now, I know a lot of people that are, uh, and like I say, we talked about early around with Rick, and it's the time where you've got your collection. Now, if you want to sell your collection, we can help you with that. If you want to declutter before you move, we can help you with that. A lot of people say, I'm planning on moving the next year because they think it's going to take me years to declutter. We can do it in a couple of weeks. We actually, once you've made your decision, we kind of kick you in the rear end and keep you on path and make sure you stick with this. Because if you're going to move, I know it's hard. I'm a collector. Glenn's a collector. But we know how hard it is, and we're sympathetic to it, but we also know what it has to be done in reality. Um, you just, if you're moving, you won't have enough room for the stuff you have. It's better to take if you're collecting and get rid of your collection, you can spend the money on something else, travel, grandkids, whatever. But we want to make sure that you know that we're there to help you on this and we're knowledgeable. Like I say, you don't want $25,000 of stuff staying in the way of selling your million and a half dollar house. And you don't want the 25000 being sold for 1000 Yeah, and that is the big thing that we're we Unbelievable, help. yeah. You know, and it happens all, all the time. We're, and I hear the. You had come up and said, I found this in the garbage. Like, people go around oh. and, like, I've seen whole collections of, like, rare hockey stuff. And this guy wouldn't tell me where it was. He was going every week to the garbage to pick up as they throw more stuff out of the house. He wow. was an executive with the NHL. He lived just off of, uh, like, in uh, South Etobicoke. And I found out after he told me the address. But he said, You know where I'm getting all that stuff? A garbage night. Every I go and they have stacks of paper they were putting out, a recycling night, I don't know what yeah. it was, but they got a ton of stuff, 
and it kept coming for about six weeks. We go, okay, it's done. They've moved. I got all the stuff. But you could have taken all that, flipped it or whatever, or bought it yourself and made them probably fifty thousand dollars that just went out in the garbage. Yeah, and like I say, it's also to be able to do and donate. I mean, they're saying they're, I don't know how many times, oh, I'll donate this to um, uh, a church or something. No, no, the church I can see. But the church oh, I always see. The Valley Village? Valley Village, so Valley Village makes me mad. So the church is okay, uh, but we will help rather than donate. Someone told me this week, I says, you're going to donate. I appreciate and you, and everyone wants to do the right thing, but they don't want the donation. They'd rather they have don't have the staff. They'd rather cash, they can redeploy quickly, do some good yeah. things with it. But items like, particularly if it's a really good item, if it's a cheap item, fine, whatever. But you got to know if it's a cheap item. So yeah. the cheap stuff, fine. But if you've got some higher value, they don't even try and get the higher value. They put everything out at sort of flea market style. So they don't get the big money when they have items that are donated to them that are really good. Well, this week, I'm from one of those places, the big box donation places. We had things thing and it said three ninety nine. I paid out almost four hundred dollars. Wow! It was sterling, you know, and it was something someone donated. We, we got a call here. It's an interesting one. I'd like to take it. Bruno from Toronto has a Michael Jordan Olympic jersey. Ooh. Are you there, Bruno? I am. Hi. How are you guys? Fantastic. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, jersey. I don't know what year he played in the Olympics, uh, but it's made by um, oh, 1992. Olympic yeah, that was the first Dream Team, yeah. 92. Yeah. And is it autographed? It is not. Okay. It, I guess, it, so it's probably not made for him. It's probably made for the aftermarket as a souvenir, right? Yes. I would yeah. suspect. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So the problem is they keep making those. And yeah. uh, companies like uh, Ebbets Field and uh, Cooperstown Collection, they make baseball ones. They keep making these older shirts because... Michael's still around, and people want to try and get him autographed, and they pay big money for his autograph. If that was signed, you'd probably be looking about $3,000. Unsigned, it's maybe probably worth a few hundred dollars. Okay. It, it's uh, it's made by Mitchell and Ness. Yeah, Mitchell and Ness. So, yeah, you could still buy those probably yeah. if you went to Mitchell and Ness. Sometimes they go out of uh, they out of production for a short while, then they start up again. They've paid the rights, so they can legitimately make these. They, I get Mitchell and Ness jerseys all the time, and uh, they never really go up in value. They're they're nice. They're nice to wear. It's a better wearing piece than it is a hang on the wall piece. But this gentleman's asking the right question now because I don't know how many times I go into a house, and there'll be the, the husband stuff, and they'll be passed, and they'll all be all sorts of sports jerseys and right. sweaters and stuff. And I'll say the your dining room table is worth 150. This closet's worth 600. Right. Or Patricia will go in on the other side, and the women's clothes we do that way because right. there's money in that. Right. But the, the sports stuff's easy because you don't have to look up the well, tag. Particularly when it has a Mitchell and Nasser Cooperstown, then you know they, they're identifying because they paid the rights. They operate legitimately. They let everyone know right up front this is a reproduction. But they're great items to wear. It's just not going to have a lot of collector's value. Okay. Uh, I also have a ticket stub from the 72 uh, series in Toronto. I went to the game in Toronto. Okay. The t- Toronto is the cheapest of all the ticket stubs. Now, having said that, it's still worth about $400. Um, it's a nice-looking ticket. It's got the cross flags on it. Um, it the, 
Uh, other tickets in Canada are, are tougher to get. Montreal, it was weird because they took the big part of the stub. So people who went to the game only got a little stub. doesn't even say the date on it. It can be identified. Winnipeg is very, I'll pay right now $1,000 if anyone can get me a Winnipeg ticket. And Vancouver, I'll pay 700 But Toronto's wow. 400 And then when you go over to Russia, which we have all these yeah. games, five, six, seven, eight, five's probably worth 800 uh, six probably twelve hundred, seven maybe fifteen to sixteen hundred, and then eight's worth three or four thousand dollars. So um, it's still a great ticket. It is the lesser one, I guess. All the Toronto people kept it. Plus, the Toronto venue was bigger than Winnipeg. It was a smaller yeah. arena at the time, and I guess just not as many people collected them in Montreal, Winnipeg, and Vancouver as they did in Toronto. Plus, Toronto's the only game they won. And that was the famous play where Pete Mahovlich went through the whole team and scored the goal. But that's a yeah. great piece. And if you ever want to sell it, both Paul and I would be interested. You know what okay. I think, though? I think Toronto people are smarter. Okay. And that's why we can more people can. Okay. okay. Thank you. That's, that's right. probably Thank you. true. I have one other, one other thing uh, that I got uh, uh, outside of the game. They were giving out buttons that said, uh, to Russia with Hull. Because they, they wouldn't Hull? let Bobby Hull play. Hull, yeah. They wouldn't let Bobby Hall play in the 72 because he had joined the WHA. Right. Um, I've seen those. That would be like a knocked-off button somebody made. Um, There are a few pinbacks that are definitely related to the series. That probably is a novelty item worth $40, $50, something like that. Hall did play, of course, in the 74 series when the WHA played Russia, and there was a game in Toronto for that as well. Now, that ticket only goes for $50, $75, depends on condition. But uh, anyways, it's a nice item. You could probably sell it with your ticket might be the way to go if you decide you're going to sell the items. Right. Before we go right. to another question. Wait a second. Are you done, Bruno? Um, I, I guess one other thing. I have a collection of um, uh, Bo Jackson uh, cards both uh, football and baseball. Those would have to be looked yeah. at individually. Some of them are good money. Condition's going to mean everything. So if you want to get a hold of Paul or I after, yeah. but that's something we need to look at because every card, even the same card, 10 different prices because 10 different conditions or whatever. So that's something we'd have to take offline to help you with. Okay. okay. Have right. a great I may, day. I may bring them in. Okay. This is perfect time for me to say we have moved to five state region. Are you saying this so you don't forget? No, because customers have called me. I'm going to the Richmond Hill location. You're not there. I'm not there. 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4, around the corner. And our number there is 905-737-4653. Okay, you got to friends. No, you want to do friends of the show. Look what time it is. Oh, we we will be back for more calls. And we're going to do calls as soon as we get back. Yes. And we're going to do another friends of the show. A consignment hero is there when you need him. A phone call away from helping sell a home or the collections inside it. Looking to downsize or sell your home? You need a hero. Not one who can fly or drives a fast car. You need Paul Kenny of Consignment Heroes. Expert advice is Paul's superpower. From organizing and cleaning to prioritizing and selling. Have no fear. Paul is here from beginning to end. Call your consignment hero at 647-298-8989. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you. 
sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Okay, we're not going to get the number because we got these calls. We won't have time for more calls once we do these. We always have time for no. calls. But can I go now? Okay, oh, we're going to go to Dennis in Toronto who has some artwork done by Tony Onley. Who we, yeah, oh, um, I wasn't like, familiar with him, but I looked him up and he's a named artist. Yeah, my uh, my wife here, she got these when her parents, uh, uh, they had a house in Don Mills and apparently she just told me, Maggie's mom here, my wife, uh, her mom painted with this guy a bit. And these are kind of small cards framed from the 50s. And Maggie, how would you describe these two things? Like, they're just kind of, I can't, I don't know nothing about art. Are they original or could they they were, they were painted by the man himself and they're abstract. The person was that? Okay, so one scenic mountains. He discarded that and her mother, Maggie's mother, kept it. And the other one's a little abstract. I don't know if it's trees. I don't know anything about art. Yeah, but, I I mean, do you know if they're original, though? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, Maggie's mom painted them right with, well, he painted them when, when I guess uh, Maggie's mom was so much of an artist, among other things. Smaller. She knew him personally, I suppose, from Don Mills or wherever, or what, I don't know. I know he's from B.C. or originally or England, but. All right, yeah, we know what to tell you on this. So definitely we need to see pictures to really know the true value. Smaller mm-hmm. items always go for less, whether it's group of seven or anyone else. The bigger mm-hmm. the painting, the more it goes for. But, um, they, you know, it's something you want to look into. I think we'd need pictures of them sent to us. Now, here's something. Um, I, I, what we, we need is the front and the back, because there'll probably be a studio on the back, maybe. If there's no studio... Leave it in the original frame. Do not take it out of the frame, please. And right. if you leave it in the frame, it only ha- adds with provenance. And they're going between, what we're saying here, between 400 and $1,200. Well, that's now, interesting. If it's bigger, it might go for a bit better. Yeah. She's, her brother's got an abstract uh, of the thing, a bigger, a bigger, what is it, Maggie? A, a collage. I mean, I don't know nothing. Sorry, I should yeah. just let you talk to her because I don't know what the hell. Further on but... the call, we need to see pictures. There's yeah, no but I mean, really I'm just curious. She's just taking photos of them. Asked her why because I I don't follow art. I know nothing about it. Zero. Yeah, those, but okay. I just wanted to check for her. Just, but I not, I don't okay. think she wants to get rid of it. I'm just curious it. myself. Out of you know total curiosity. Okay, Cuff. okay. We're, we're gonna cut you off here. Paul will give you some advice okay. on this. Where to go? What we're doing here is I would like to have – you can send them to my cell phone, which is 647-298-8989. You send me the pictures. I have – I can check tomorrow. What I need is the front, the back, and the sides. And when I talk size, I don't need the size with the frame. I need the size, size of, of the, the image. actual image. And if I see it, some scenes are much better. Some of the stuff goes to 350 It's an island. Other, like you say, as abstracts generally go for more money. So mm-hmm. I'd be glad to see it. Plus, if your mom painted with it, she still give you a letter um, giving some provenance of when it was painted. That will yeah. also add to the stories. I tell you all the time on area is that we need the more story you have behind the piece, whether it's a ticket that you went to, whether it's 
uh, something you had in the 1940s as a kid. The story can only help. It cannot take away from the value of the items. I'm saying that to everyone out there. No, I understand. Uh, these are, I do not take, I do not remove the, the uh, frames, right? Yeah. Don't. No, leave, no. It. leave it. Leave it intact and just take a photo of it is the best I can do. That's all you have to do. Okay. So right, thank you very much. My cell phone system. number to send a picture to. Yeah, my email system. is T, the letter T, right. gold, silver, coin, mm -hmm. with an S, all one word, at gmail.com. Anyone's okay. allowed to use that, okay? Thank you for the call, Dennis. Thank you. There'll be no provenance. We don't, okay. her mom's deceased long ago, so. Just, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, thank We're you. We're going to go to Lynn, and uh, it says Branton, but I assume that's Brampton. Yep. Lynn, are you there? I am. Go ahead. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I have um, I have a coffee table, which was uh, acquired by my father, um, and I would say it's around 1959, 1960. It has. Okay. It's. It from what I've been able to research, it has from Germany. And it has um, DBGM on the back. It's hand carved and hand painted with a okay. glass overlay. The best, okay, I have to see a picture because the hand carving depends on what, how it relates to the modern stuff. No, Some it's not the, modern at all. It's, uh, it's um, it would be like a, uh, like a country. Black forest. Country Black horse wood, dark, carved. Trees, houses, roads, yeah, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Generally, with a picture, you know the values. Yeah, those. no, they usually, right now, the carved stuff like that will go between 150 and 250 Yeah. What you're looking for, and I'm going to say this, not that you have one, but other people, because I'm always trying to open up people's eyes to stuff, is the mid-century what we call modern. Scandinavian teak stuff is selling very, very well. And some of those tables and cha and chairs go between up to ten thousand dollars. If it's done by work a lot of some of the so you definitely have to get it checked out. Gotta get it checked out. But I'm also saying these a lot of these people, this Scandinavian stuff, they redecorated the house in nineteen ninety. They put the stuff in the basement, one of my favorite rooms in the house, and it's just been sitting there for the last thirty years getting beer stains on it. But it can be refinished and they what work are you talking that money. About cake? Pardon me? Are you talking teak? Yeah, well, the teak is one area that's in fashion right now. All these things go in waves. The don't bad don't feel bad. Go, I, I replaced my dining room set with a teak set from Okay. That, again, when. all these things, you're going to have to send Paul pictures because obviously... No, uh, yeah, idea but I'm just saying, I mean, I bought teak and got rid of the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, the teak stuff, if it's made in Canada, is not as good as made in Scandinavia. The stuff that was brought to the art house, um, art shop or even some of the Scandinavian shops, and it'll have the country of origin underneath it. Don't say yeah. made in Norway, Finland, Denmark. All of these, and a lot of people disregard this. This is stuff that makes it worth money, and people collect mid-century modern because yeah. they kind of remember that. Remember the yeah, old Ripley's lamps? 
And those? But this one here made in Germany, you don't think it's worth anything major, right? Uh, you know, 150 So send a picture. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, I'll send you pictures. It's like, I mean, it's in great shape. It has no scratches, no nothing. Yeah, you said you, you have know. some Beatles stuff. Okay, I have one other question. We're back to the subject of Beatles stuff. So Go my ahead. husband's been a collector for 50 years. Right. Plus. And, it, and, and it's all here in my home, okay? Um, now, I know one day he's going to want to get rid of it, and that's fine. But I have two things that I want to ask you about, because they were mine initially. So okay. I had a beetle binder, and I also had a beetle tray. Okay. The tray, there's a knockoff of the tray. So the original one, and we'd have to see it to know if it's... Now, the knockoff is from the 70s, so it's yeah. still worth $60. It tends to be in nicer condition. Then there's the original one. They both say England. One says Great Britain, one says yeah. England, whatever. We can check that out for you. Yeah. you if you've got the original, it could be three, 400 The binder the binder typically goes 100 to $200. Get out. Yep. Wow. So, again, if you send pictures on those, and we're anxious buyers of that type of thing, so yeah. uh, you could send a picture along to Paul, or you can also text me at 416 Oh, is this or email your, oh, me this at pieman at sympathetic.ca or go to glorydayscollectibles.com. Lots of ways to reach us. Remember those little be beetle nodders? Yes. What, you was know, the four of them? what was your text number? Oh, T? No, text. Oh. It's your phone number. 647-647-298-8989. In fact, and mine's 416 580-9256 because Paul would have to ask me what the Beatles stuff's worth. Now, if you send me the furniture, I'd have to ask Paul. But okay, well, whatever. I'll, I'll, send it, I'll send it to one of you and you can just take a look at it and let me know. Yep, yeah, yep. we'll let you know. Thanks okay, perfect. That's all then. I needed. All right, take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks. Over to you. No, the Beatles stuff, a lot of people, and you said this and it's very true, is that Beatles stuff before 1970, great. Beatles stuff after 1970, not nearly as good. As but it. still might have value. Still be good, good, but yeah. nothing near the value of early. Yeah. Like, I have a guy who has a stand-up from a record shop from mid-70s. It's still worth, like, $500. It's early, 70s. But if you had that from the 60s, from the Beatles, it was probably worth, like, $7,000 to $10,000. Yeah. And, like, this is stuff that people have at home. You have posters or they, you worked in a record shop and you brought yeah. stuff home. If you have any point-of-sale stuff from record stores, we yeah. buy that all the time. It's very collectible. And sometimes they'd have posters from, remember that lady we talked to, which we never really vision. followed up, but he had a lot of the posters from, because he was selling tickets for some of the events, too, yeah. at a radio. Was that Records on Wheels, I believe? She was, no, but was her uncle of, had a, yeah. a store record on wheel, or had three of them, I think. But this, this blip in history has slowed everyone down. We're back doing stuff again, okay? So what I want to talk about is two things. So I'm not putting your stuff in auction. I'm going to mention this. A guy put in some silver. These are actual numbers. Guy bought it, 1839 sold it for it. It got $1,800. We would have paid 1803 He, by putting in auction, got $1,350. What kind now, of auction? Like online or just no, the local? Yeah, it was a... Uh, uh, a high-end auction, okay. but by the time they take their money. Right. Here's another one. He got um, $15.22. Um, he got $13.20, and we would have paid um, $15.35. Okay. Okay. He got... He and was, much easier just selling to you than waiting for an auction and taking risks. His auction results, he only got $1,191.41. Wow. 
Here's another one. This is just ridiculous. Um, it sold for $570. We would have paid $703. He got $427. And, of course, the person buying there is paying another uplift yeah. as well. So that's why they don't sell for as much because those person have to think, well, I'm giving 20% to the auction house or 25%. Well, this is $400, $500, $600 less he got by putting it into yeah. auction. So this is why we give out silver, gold, and silver prices. Now, you say silver and gold. We might be at some interesting times tomorrow, depending on what the wars caused, right? Uh, there's other blip in history. We're getting too many blips in history. Okay. Now, I want you to copy this down right now. Get your pen. Get your paper. Because you're not maybe selling gold today or you're not uh, or tomorrow. Or you might have your neighbor who's gone off to one of these uh, Legion shows. You've got to know these prices. Doesn't take a lot to copy them down. Say Paul's price. Ten carat the dog excited there. Yeah, ten carat gold, twenty seven oh one per gram. That means ten grams. I'm getting two hundred seventy dollars. Go get one of those scales from Home Hardware or Canadian uh, Tire. Do not buy it from Amazon, and they'll do. We're getting the weight. Fourteen carat gold, thirty seven eighty two per gram. Now these other shops downtown. We'll tell you, no, he's not paying it. This is what I pay you, okay? And I guess it'll be more than what they do. Fourteen care, eighteen care gold is forty-eight sixty-three. You have a hundred grams. I'm giving you forty-eight hundred dollars. Twenty-two care gold, fifty-nine forty-three. Here's everything on silver right now. Silver right now is sixteen twenty-eight per dollar. Sterling is seventy-four thirty-seven. Okay, if you have more, I'll even pay you more, but. You gotta know these prices before you go and when you're checking out with these guys. We were in, I told you last week about this, uh, um, they were going around. They were paying 200000 for a $4 million set. 200000 is a lot. That's a nice profit. You do retire on that deal. Yeah. No, but they were buying for four two hundred. We'll pay you up to 200000 for $4 million worth of stuff. I would pay you, you might even pay more for a $4 million. Well, I'd worth buy of it stuff. off of you. Yeah. But my point is, get a second opinion. These guys who make big, flashy numbers, they're not even close. Not even close. And, they're, and we're buying everything in those flyers. They're four-color flyers that they say, we buy everything at the top prices. I guarantee that we'll pay you more for every single item in that flyer. Okay? Um, you can say something. Oh, I saw oh, our phone you. number. No, my phone number. The show's over. Not, not, not yet. 905. 737 Good luck to all those Ukrainian heroes out there. Keep up the good fight. Keep up the good fight. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.